Baby, listen. I had been fiending for Cardi and Megan to do something together because they both nasty ass, twerky ass girls. And they ain't let me down. I mean, we could get into what was wrong with the song, the video. Cardi was off on the dance and the dance was off. But who gives a fuck about all that? Enjoy music. The problem with people on social media today and last night when this song came out is that nobody wanted to enjoy the music. And, well, I ain't gonna say nobody. You know who fan base wasn't here for the shit. But the song is dope. And if I'm being real, Cardi gave me Cardi. Yeah, I expect her to evolve a little bit or whatever, but she gave me what she gave, and she kept up with Megan as best as she could. Baby. But the way Megan ate this song up? <laughs> Baby. She gave me fast flow, and it was dope as fuck. The video was cute. Visuals was cute. I'm here for it. So if anybody mad and anybody hating, I mean, that's just something you got to deal with on your own on your own time baby because there's no way you're not gonna tell me this song don't knock the beat knocks i don't understand why normani was in the video looking how she was looking like okay you know there's some hoes in this house but normani says i don't know my face changed when i saw her and they're going off on kylie about being in this video what she do to y'all? What did Kylie... If y'all understand the whole timeline of events from this accident and everything like that, I guess you would see that Megan and Kylie been hanging out and shit, but hey, I don't get into why Kylie was in the video, why you didn't pick Jordan Wood, like, who... Jordan Woods? Girl, who's thinking about her? I know I'm not. I would have been highly surprised if that girl was in that goddamn video. But um, WAP is cute. I knew it was going to be wet-ass pussy. Like, that was just a given, girl. If I'm also being honest, the songs don't have too much replayability to me. Um, She's giving me very much, oh, bitch, we about to go out, turn that shit on. That's what it's giving me. And it's giving me, you know, middle way through the club, the girls is feeling it, feeling their drinks, and you turn this song on, it's time to go to fuck off for that twerk section of the club. So, overall, the song is cute. I'm here for it. I think it's a dope-ass first single, and Cardi's eating. What else do you want? Good morning, y'all. So, I wake up in the morning usually, and I, you know, I roll me a little something-something, and I like to have my little FaceTime sessions. So today, me and my bitch Tasha is having a chat about some random things. And I think we mostly um, felt passionate about this topic of, um, what was it, Tasha? Not the first one, but the second one. Um, supporting business. Baby. Your friends' business. Baby. Okay. So first, before we even go there, tell the people who you is, uh, a little bit about our relationship or whatever. Okay, um, I'm Tosh, and I've known Roger for about, oh my God, for 18 years now, actually. Um, we've been besties for a long time. I've been through a few things together. Um, always very honest with each other. 
literally we fall off and pick right back up where we left at and it's always always a pleasure to speak to him and catch up and things like that oh and he's my son's godfather periana <laughs> for sure for okay sure. and that is a good way to lead into supporting people's business because we was chatting and we was talking about a whole bunch of different things and the you know, we got on the topic of supporting people. And I explained to her about, of course, the Facebook post that I posted that said, you know, y'all don't support the kid, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, she was making some points about how important it is to support people, but also why your friends usually don't support you anyway. And how you get more support from people you don't know online than the people you actually do know. Because like I said, I'll buy things that I don't even need to use. I'll buy skincare stuff. I'll buy your scarves, your hats, your your all of that, your mask. But then you look back and you see the things that you have going for yourself, and you like, damn, well, shit, I ain't get a, I ain't even get five views on this or five likes on that. And it's not even about getting the likes and the views. It's about getting the support and seeing that people is fucking with you, or at least seeing that they see you. You know what I'm saying? I definitely agree. Um, I also have my own business um i'm a licensed esthetician and um shit from even when i was in school doing 25 dollar facials like i had all this crazy support from um people maybe i want to say like i did like about 20 facials while i was in school to family and friends i'm not gonna say that my family didn't support me because that's not true I'm not going to say that a few of my friends didn't support me because that's also not true. Um, I've even had someone that we went to high school with and we're not like besties or we don't speak every day, but he's a really, really good person. And shout out to Demetrius. He's a really good person and he supports me a hundred percent. And I can tell you, he and I have never been friends ever, you know, but he jumped on the boat, like, oh, I want a facial, like, what's up? Right, even look at that. Sad, yeah, even after I was, wasn't was even in school anymore, he hit me up, like, yo, you still doing facials? Like, you know, I want to get one when this is over, you know, things like that. So it, you'll be surprised at the people who do support you. Right. Something I, I want to touch on, because I see a lot of people say that friends don't support friends because they rather, they, they rather be doing it or they're jealous it's not that i really don't think that's what it is if you've had a friend for like let's say me and Roger, 18 years i think that he's literally seen me through all my stages of everything of being a wag bitch of pre-mom uh party days being a mom being um lost in what i wanted to do in my life after the school thing so i just i really feel like certain people it's not that they hate to see you grow, but they actually don't believe in your growth. So, um. meaning, meaning, if you know me to be a pothead, don't want yes. to go to school, don't go want to go to school, rather make shit. Oh, no, money, not that kind. Rather take niggas' money. You understand what I'm saying? You're not going to believe that this is what I really want to be doing. So, your support kind of. Eh, right. It ain't all that. It's not, it's not there. Now, there are some people in my life who were like, nah, I'm so proud that you 
stepped out on faith. I'm so proud that you found something that you love to do. I'm so proud that you are doing everything that you said you wanted to do. Right. Because there are some people who will be like, well, she said she was going to go to school <laughs> or she went to school. I went to college three times. Okay. It was never for me. It was never for what I wanted to do. It was always because someone made me feel like this is what I should be doing. Right. So the minute, okay, better yet, even my own dad, I love my dad, but my dad watched me go to school for six months for to be an esthetician and honestly didn't support me at all. Like, he lived with me and he, we lived together and he didn't support me at all. Um, I remember one day I even said, like, oh, like, I am pretty damn smart, you know. And he goes, oh, it's esthetician work. And I'm like, mm, no, I was pretty smart before this, too. But because I quit school every time before that. He had up. Was, yeah, he was jaded. Even, even my ex at the time, who was another person who was extremely supportive of me. Halfway through school, he blacked on me like, yo, this is kind of funny. He's like, yo, you better finish. You don't finish shit. Um. This better be what you want to do. Da 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 da. Let's not stop doing it and find something. And it, that honestly, that right there. That's a motivator. Yeah, that conversation woke me up because it woke me up to realize, like, damn, I've been fucking with this dude for four years, and he's literally seen me do nothing or start this, and I don't want to do that no more. Shit, he was around when I went to college one time. So you find support. Oh, and that thing else has never came and get a facial. But the nigga offered me the money to get my own shop. You see what I'm saying? Come on, support. It, it, it's it's it. Support comes in many different forms. You can repost my 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 uh, post. That's the form of support. Um, shit, I walk down the fucking street all day downtown Brooklyn, and it's kids and forget kids. It's grown ass men selling fucking candy. You know what I'm saying? And. For whatever the reason that they selling it for. Listen, not selling candy. Who was that selling candy in um high school that? Um, yo, fuck it, yo, shout out to motherfucking Marley. Yes, Marley. That nigga Marley. Bitch, when I tell you M dollars nine one motherfucker seven, when I tell you I used to buy snack packs from that nigga and he ain't never let up on his hustle. Do you hear me? The shit about that is the funniest shit about that is is that they were selling that shit for the basketball team. And then that nigga decided, like, no, I'm gonna get my own hustle. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm gonna make this money still. And I remember Marlon had, was one of the first people in high school with a car before we even left high school. Bitch, come on. Come on. Marlon has multiple businesses right now. And Marlon is not that person that he forgot about people that he's known and people that support him. Shit, Marlon's a fucking DJ. That nigga. He is um, very worldly. He is culture. I'm very proud of that nigga. Listen, and that's and that's a fucking um perfect example because oh excuse me, it ain't the it ain't the Rona, it's the weed. It's the weed. I'm watching it. It's definitely the weed. Marlon is while he's choking. I'm gonna just tell y'all something about Marlon. Marlon is the kind of guy he won't make a page. Like, he, made, he came up with his car wash, his mobile car wash, right? I thought that was, like, the craziest, dopest idea. He, 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 he made it. He posted about it. When he made the page, he followed people. He followed everybody that he went to school with. Right. And we haven't been in school 
in 15 years. Yes. We followed everybody that we went to school yes. with. Yes. And most of us followed right back. Absolutely. We posted it. This nigga sell an a, 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 a AirPod case. Okay? I post shit. That's support. I didn't buy one because I didn't have no AirPods at the time. And I was saying that's the we perfect example it. of, you know, being able to support somebody that... Yo, I've never directly spoken to him ever, even in high school, unless it was, yo, let me get this Welch's. Yo, let me get this Oreo or something. <laughs> and, you know, that's the perfect example of people watching you too, because I've watched him grow. I've watched that man evolve, even from a distance. You know, because, you know, me being gay, I wasn't running in the same circles as the Jamaicans or whoever else in Truman because I just wasn't with it. They respected their side, I respected my side. And,. Outside of it, it was just like, damn, I'm watching this dude grow over the years. You know who else? Deuce. Deuce always been yes. on his shit. He still owe me a motherfucking job, okay? But I, And the fuck do, and calling him out on it. Sure, ma'am, because I'm reposting this segment. Hey, um, Deuce. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Um, what's his name on IG? I don't even know right Bitch, now. Bitch, it's like, <laughs> listen, I remember it used to be 950 plus, okay? Remember that? Bitch. Oh my God, the culebras! You know I still got pictures from the motherfucking senior trip, but we getting on topic anyway. So look, as always, yeah. But they know this is how my little um audios go. Um, so basically, my thing, my last one of my last questions to you is, cause how do you how do you deal with you know people that you think was gonna support you not supporting you? Do you continue? Like, I continue to support them regardless through everything just because that's who I am. Um, I'm a little iffy about this one. So, um, shout out to Kirsten because I'm getting ready to talk about you, but um, I'm going to make sure I send you the segment so you can hear. But Kirsten is somebody I've known through an ex she's family members with the ex I had and she started a clothing line and her hoodies were really fucking dope like I love that fucking hoodie still to this day um and I was like yo I, I DM'd her like yo I want one like how much she sent me the price I think it was like $60 immediately sent her the cash out like I don't got time to waste I like it I want it more than that I wanted to support her. I love seeing people step out doing something out of the ordinary. She's a mom. She's black. She's from the hood. I know her personally. Her items are dope. I'm going to support her. Let's say I didn't think her items were dope enough for me to want to buy or I couldn't afford to buy them. I would have reposted it. Right. That's Even all when I say. wear her, when I, anytime I wear, but honestly, anybody who knows me knows I'm supportive all the way fucking do. So you're right. I, I am going to still support you. I am. To be honest, I am. Even if I don't see you showing me support, I am. Now, Kirsten is somebody, the second that I put up that I was waxing on my own, she jumped on it. She sent me two clients. Um, She paid full price. She didn't question me about anything. Right. She just dealt. She sent me two clients and I every time I know somebody came through her, I text her like, thanks Kirsten. And she knows what I'm talking about. She don't look for nothing from me, but support. That's literally what we do. Yo, she was eating dragon fruit one time. And I was like, yo, where did you buy that from? And she was like, oh, upstate. Like, if I go up there, I'll grab you something. Literally, the next day, she called my phone. This is not my friend. 
we are literally homegirls, okay? She called my cell phone and was like, yo, I just DM'd you and answer. What you wanted again? <laughs> like, I want to, I'm on my way upstate. How much fruit you want? Right, she right. She shipped it to me. Like, like, you don't even understand how a little bit of support goes a long way. A long fucking way, son. Um, girls from high school, princess. She's somebody who... Baby, love me some princess. Do you hear me? Okay. I'm so Shout proud of her. Princess. So proud of... <laughs> she is a beautiful mother and everything, like... All the time. Oh, my so God. Gorgeous. gorgeous. Um, and, you know, princess got that beautiful skin, child. Yeah. Oh, baby. She oh. actually supported me and booked her appointment and... Like, when I tell you so many things happen between her booking the appointment and me actually going to her, that I told her I'm caught for her home service. Like, don't worry about it. You didn't get mad at me. You didn't go on Instagram and rant about a black business being unprofessional. You held it down. And then I told her, like, nah, she don't owe me nothing. And she still cash at me. I mean, she's me some money. So that's support. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's, that, that shit goes a long fucking way. I have a cousin, Charlotte, do not kill me. She supports me from day one. She came to my job to get a wax at European. Um, she's going to kill me because I don't owe her a facial right now and a wax. Charlotte, I'm so sorry. I'll be home next week. Um, I, I appreciate the people that support me. So when I'm on, on, those are people I can't forget. But do you right. really think that I'm going to... When, I'm, when I am on, the people who never supported me, I'm not going to look at you twice. I can't. Right. Why Why would I? And sometimes it's, I mean, it, it could be a reason why you didn't support me. You know what I mean? And, you know, I'm a, I'm not going to unfollow you, block you, be mad at you or nothing. Like, it is what it is. You'll come back around. You know what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, you got to let people go. If they come back, they come back. If not, I guarantee you in five to ten years... And now it's the short term with this all this COVID. Guarantee you in three to five years, the same people that had the opportunity to do something better for themselves, like uh, join an organization or start their own business, they're going to be looking crazy, like uh, sitting back twiddling their thumbs. But at the end of the day, it's going to be me moving forward to do what I got to do, whether I get support or not. Because what I don't want to do is be scared to do something because I'm afraid to look stupid. That's what I don't want to do. And that's what's not going to happen. Which is why I just decided to make my own, like, before I started podcasting, I was like, oh, it should be like this. This person got it like that. It should be this. But people love me for just being me and being mm-hmm. random and just talking how I talk and just doing what I want to do. And I didn't want to step I on nobody's toes. This nigga has been like this since I met him. Day one. I feel like he cursed me out. On the first day that we met. It was a po- it's and a possibility. I but and I loved him dearly. After like, that. <laughs> we were literally inseparable. Like, literally inseparable. They like, was mad at us. us together. <laughs> they was mad at us in like, high school, like, baby. Oh, God, here they come. Oh, they Jesus. start joking on us. But, you know, anybody, we, we didn't really have problems in high school. So, when I look back, oh, yo, another person. I don't even know what she's doing. But whenever she drops what it is, I'm supporting. Derricka. Bitch. Okay, because she's bitch. a bitch. She's a bad motherfucking bitch. Derricka, you're not going to, you're not going to, you have to tag everybody you're talking about. And now I have to share the segment on Facebook before I 
post the episode so that everybody can know to listen. But anyway, Devika. These photo shoots? Listen, I don't know. You know how I always want to post and share and stuff, and people feel a way about their personal photos being shared. Baby, I wanna, I wanna share, I wanna share her photos on all of my social medias, and just, but I don't want her, huh? That's what we're going to do today. We're going to go through... Girl, our, get out of my face. Problems. I'm not... Listen, y'all. Don't listen to Natasha because, to be quite the fuck honest, mommy was supposed to call me back four months ago, like oh, two months God. before the corona hit, and today is the first day I'm talking to her. Why? Because we was up at the same time. Get out of my face, girl. I don't want to hear none of your um, what we going to do that plans this shit, girl. Okay? I just do... And you know what? We're going to end on that note, and I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate... Get that in... Y'all don't even understand. He said that shit right before he started recording, and he just wanted to get that in on the video. Go ahead. Get it. Say it. You done? I'm finished. I think he's done. Okay, good. Love you. But you... the bottom line is, honestly, support me, don't support me. Support him, don't support him. At the end of the day, when you are ready to do something, you have to realize that that shit will come back to you tenfold. That's why I don't mind supporting. I don't mm-hmm. mind taking a hundred dollars and blowing it on a small a small black business because it's gonna come to me tenfold that's how life works absolutely please know it tasha thank you for coming through thank you for allowing me to record our audio this morning don't worry y'all i'll be back she might because you know she she might be back in a couple of weeks months days who knows with this one but she will be back and i appreciate the cabo so definitely um Thank y'all for listening. Oh, wait, and tell the people, wait, before you say bye, tell the people where they can follow you at on, like, IG and shit. Oh, so, oh, damn, y'all. All right. Get a pen or give me a note. Give me a pen. So, Girl, we are 2020. My, my if they don't IG, rewind. My IG is really long. All right, so it is at P-R-T-T-Y-B-R-W-N-R-O- you and the pretty brown round without the uh, vowels and just leave it though. Thanks, y'all. All right, y'all. Later. Good morning, though. I go through hardships and trials, but she's trying to say we get to the promised land. That's what the Bible Thank you. Thank you. Then, then God had the girls walking around and said, the world, bitch, the promised land was right there. Then he had and the girls walk around and said, what? 40 days and 40, and 40, 40 fucking nights. Bitch, a, a trial, bitch. What are you talking? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's best that mama don't come up in here, baby. But then, the, but then the crazy thing I want to know is, like, what brought you to this? Um, you know, because we could, we could talk all day about what he's saying and the things or whatever. My interest, my interest lies in what brought you to this viewpoint. Like, being a black gay man who's watching everything that we're watching throughout the, throughout the day and, you know, just, just sitting here, like, looking at everything that's going on outside of corona, just as far as social injustice, for you to be a black gay man living in Philly, Connecticut, where you are, and to be using... <laughs> To, and to be using some of the um, programs and assistances that are placed for black people and gay people. Oh, How is... Oh. Uh, uh, don't do it, y'all. Don't do it, y'all. No, no, no. Go here. Oh, so, so as, as an individual... 
as an individual using these services and programs, how is it that anything glorifying the person that you are, the person that you came from, the culture that you came from, how is it that you believe, okay, how is it that you believe, how is it that you believe that anything could be evil and magic? So basically you're saying that you were born from evil and you were born from magic, which is why I got to distance myself from your evil ass. Ooh. Jesus. That's the thing with like, see, that's when when the Christian part, like, because it's like you're tying in too many different. You're speaking from being a Christian, so you say, but yet, like we said, so many. It's clear as day. Your focus and your upset or frustrations, brother, are deeper than the beehive. Like yes. you mentioned so much in that thread. You talking in this last comment which I'm um, I, I was just reading I don't respond to black Hispanic is pain, native is pain, we are all kings, sorry, I don't idolize skin tones. Okay, so you know, we have responded to that. Then he's L O L the gays have the audacity to single out all races while in the same breath preach equality and respect for their social group. I'm gagging. It's like, what, what? what is your fight here? Like, what? how did it go from black as king to, like, it's just, I don't get it. But then when you because keep that's putting God that's into just, it. That's just a girl and that's man. just mad and she's frustrated. She, she's, honey, she don't know what to be mad at. Because her life, her life is in shambles right now. But then if you look back at it, like, let's take the fact of him out of it, right? Let's take him out of the equation. What it? What would a person that doesn't? Let's say a person that doesn't like Beyonce for whatever reason, right? And they watch Black is King, whether it be white or black. The whole point I feel of the movie was to reimagine Lion King, to um to celebrate to celebrate blackness. I'm not sure. There's only. Right, that's what I feel like it was. Just reimagining Lion King. The Lion King is based in Africa. I mean, what is what do they want her to do? Right, and that's my question. What was it that y'all were looking for Beyonce to do? And I think that that goes into, but it goes into her status because you know, as even as fans or people that don't rock with her like that, we looking at oh shit, Beyonce putting on something. It's about to be on the level of Marvel Studios Avengers, bitch. She's about to give you. And I love the simplicity. I love the simplicity of how it didn't have CGI all over the place. It had nature. It had real shit. I loved it. I loved it. The only thing that I did not like was that they that would have been too much, I think. I think it would have been too much because she got... She, to low key, I feel like all of this was already recorded and done. I feel like it was already... Page, she says that she has a picture of you know when she's singing brown skin girl and it has like uh, her mama team, the Rogi and Blue. She says that they did that eight months ago. Okay, so now since feel like she went back though for spirit, sorry to cut you off. I feel like that spirit was the last minute, like one of the last yeah. things she had it. Why? Um, well, I don't know how true this is or not, but it makes sense to me. Someone had mentioned, you know, that could have possibly been a some kind of tribute or something, respect towards Kobe because they were all wearing like purple and she was wearing yellow. 
and, oh, okay. you know, whatever. So I'm like, I don't know if it's true or not, but it's not nothing negative, so I'll roll with it. If that was the case, I feel like that was sick. Then, you know, That's dope as fuck. The whole spirit video, because all she added mm-hmm. was that part. And then right. the rest of the video, we already saw. So it was mm-hmm. like... Uh, very much okay. last minute, you know, let me add this to it. Come on, Bianca. For something like that. Okay. So, okay, so since, since you know, I first of all, I want to say that I appreciate y'all allowing me. I appreciate y'all. Hold on, bitch. Because she stay with that grinder going. Right, the ghetto. All right, so Zion, thanks for coming through, pushing through, and chatting with me. Um, I wanted to chat about chart positions and standing because everything is changing. Um, we know Web came out, and you know the girls are going up for it. It's a dope ass song. I'm here for it. Cardi and Megan Eight. Did you hear it? I have not heard it yet. Well, it's a cute song. It's a song you could pick and you could pick apart and say, "Oh, I didn't like this. I didn't like that." But for what it is, it's cute. Um, you know, I go on Twitter and all my other social medias and I see that mainly the bars, but a lot of other people are putting up all this money to buy this corny ass movie, a hip song. And I am not here for that. And it just made me feel like nothing you do and nothing the artists do now is gonna purely get to a chart position like before it used to be we could listen to a song and listen to it for as much as we want to and their chart position really determine how somebody fucks with it but now it's more so about the fact of yo go buy this song so it could go number one mm-hmm. and it's i don't like that shit and i see that the barbs do it a lot the barbs do it more than a lot of other <laughs> artists but right and you trying to block people from getting their ones and then y'all gonna be mad when WAP push through possibly and it can't because of the tracking week or whatever but that song is really hitting and they went they really went off and bought this one boy on twitter he said he spent nineteen hundred dollars which is a probably a lie but he spent hundreds of dollars to buy this song and i wanted to know your um thoughts about that like yeah you could support your fave but at what point does it get to be too much well, I think the difference is that, like, people no longer want organic, like, number ones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. People don't even want long-lasting number ones. You know, I stand where I am. And, like, people back then, people who got number ones worked for those number ones. Now it's more so it's, like, the fans of these newer girls just want them to be able to say they had a number one. Right. And, you know, look at Again, I ain't trying to drag the barbs, but you know, look at barbs. They wanted Nikki to have a number one. They didn't care how long the number one was. They didn't care, you know, if it wasn't number one the next week. They just wanted her to have one. For them accolades. Exactly. It's it's like with a lot of these girls, they wouldn't be able to say like, oh, I had a number one hit, or I had a number one this. You want to give your fave these accolades so it's easier for you to shake the next bitch. And that's corny to me. Like, I think it holds a little bit of value that you're number one and now you're not next week. Like, yeah, you just spent this hundreds of dollars to get this song to where it is. But is you going to keep it there? Because you got to continue to do the same thing each week to make sure that your song stays there. And it is a testament to 
you know, how music is and how, you know, fan bases support each other when your song goes number one and then the next week it's number 84. So, you it's know, like, I... It's like with mm. certain people, it's like, um, people don't really care about longevity anymore. Like it's it's more so just again it's like quick accolades. It's not. That's what Beyonce said, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you look at artists like that, it's like for Beyonce, Beyonce never has to go number one again. Ever. You know, because <laughs> again, she's Beyonce, but also her focus on music is the music part. Her not artistry. So it's you know, it's it's a difference of what the girls actually want with their careers. Beyonce wants to make music. Uh, the girls just wants to have a number one or a cute pop or whatever. Speaking of Mariah, what she got going on? Well, you know, her book comes out in September. Oh, she got a book? She has a tell-all book coming out very soon. Um, so I'm excited for that. I'm sure she's making music and shit like that, but I'm not, you know... Not to shade my fave, but I'm not really looking for Mariah <laughs> music at this second. Oh, um, God. Yeah, Mariah let Mariah enjoy her life. And, you know. Well, we'll see her during Christmas time. You know, she pulls through with a All I Want for Christmas. You know, let her do that. You know, the book is going to set up that season for her. So, I mean, I guess. Mm, yeah. I'm, but, just, I'm not looking for more music from her at this very second. It's not her season I don't feel like like it's not a Mariah season right now I don't think it is either nah and that's not trying to say oh Christmas is her only season but you can tell in the state of music when it's if you're a real music fan you could tell when it's your artist when it's your fave artist time you know like either they haven't made music in a while or you listen to how music is flowing generally and then you see, well, damn, yeah, they could come back. But I have not said, oh, I think Mariah needs to put something out. I still think, exactly. I still think Caution is a is a damn good album, and it just got shaded. <laughs> so I mean, you know, with people like that, it's like Mariah's older. Um, the girls weren't really expecting a, a Mariah album, and. You know, she gave them a good album. I don't really think she put forth her time and effort into marketing and promoting the album. Absolutely not. Um, but, you know, compared to her, because I want to say her last good album for me before Caution was like, oof, I would say like Memoirs, which was like 2010. You pulled like it. Like, she definitely needed Caution to like. You pulled it. <laughs> Memoirs, child. I, I didn't like me. I am. Um, um, I didn't really see that either. She had like two or three bops on that album I was here for. But I felt like she put that album out to put that album out. Exactly. It wasn't so any was like, feeling behind when she it. she came up with Caution, I was like, okay, this is something that was well-produced, well-written, even if, you know, it didn't sell well. Right. It's like, that's, that's fine. It's Which goes to the testament about how music charts. Like, listen, every, the power is really in the stream in people's hands and these people with nothing to do with their coin. Because the fact that, you know, you can buy a song a billion times and, you know, get that song to the number one just because. And usually, I'm not saying that it's just rap artists or 
hip-hop fans or anything, I'm pretty sure that fans of other genres do it too. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I have to sit here and watch these people battle for a spot and it, they're not even battling. It's their fan base is battling. That shit is just sad to me. When you got music like Mariah's Caution, that should have ate it. And um, then you got four other albums that came out last night, like um, Victoria Monet. That she's she's everything, and a couple of other girls, but they're not gonna get the the shine they deserve because of everything no, else like, going um, on. Like earlier this year, um, I really, really, really enjoyed uh, Dua Lipa's album, whatever it was called. I heard like one or two songs from that, and I was like, "Oh, it's cute" or whatever. It was a like overall, it was a really, really cute album. It was a good body of work, or was it just like it was like it was it was well produced. It was like cohesive. Every song wasn't necessarily a bop, but it also like nothing was out of place. Everything made sense. The girls did not see it for that album. They usually don't nowadays see it for cohesive bodies of work. It's like they want to be, they want to feel everything and be all over the place and have ADD on the album. Right, they don't. Hey, oh, sorry, I'm late. Highway. <laughs> Thanks for joining the conversation. And we can't hear you. What about now? can hear you now yes so so um i want to ask you well this is wayne everybody he just jumped in at the nine minute mark and he's gonna give his (laughs) he's gonna give his take on what we was just discussing as far as it concerns standing and chart charting and artists being able to you know purely be able to sit at a top spot so basically me and zion were discussing about how stands are buying this Move Your Hip song so much that it's, even though the song has no substance, the song is late as fuck, it just may make it to be number one. And, um, and that pisses me off because even the Bobs know that song is not it. But you're buying it just to give Nicki this accolade of having another number one. And so you can say, my fave got this. But where's the value behind that? I think what has changed um, mostly between um, old nostalgic standing, and by that I mean pre-millennial standing before like 2006, you know, those girls, and after is that we used to stand artistry and reward that, and now we stand the, the artist and the performer and we reward them based off of their brand and their name. Or don't reward them. It, it's, it's a confliction because you will have someone who likes Nikki, and the Barb's, instead of buying her material, will do everything, everything they can to block another girl. Right. And now I feel like they kind of um, picked up from the other little stand bases that they can manipulate the game, and I think that is the big change that has us in this place where you have terrible music succeeding overwhelmingly. And that's not saying that that's not saying that all Nicki's music is trash or it doesn't belong to be number one. Let's let's that's be real. Let's be real. For a long time, 
she was blocked. That deserved that type of strategy. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I feel like the Barb's is just the most powerful stand base next to the Beehive. Like, uh-huh. I honestly believe that because if you sit back and you watch how they make things happen, I don't care if they all got a stimulus check and everybody spent that whole stimulus check on getting Nikki number one. They did it. And they usually do get Nikki to where she needs to be. Now, mind I you. No, I would put the Barb's under the Ariana's I don't, I don't know, I don't know them, so I don't. I mean, we don't know them, but they know her. They I know, know I mean, <laughs> they don't, they don't move me, you know what I'm saying? They don't move like, uh, they don't move, I don't feel like the Barb's move, like, because but Ariana doesn't, their strategy. but Ariana also and doesn't have a problem. Almost like the Mariah stand. I feel like Ariana stands and Mariah stands and Taylor Swift stands know how to um, coalesce behind their artists no matter what the material is. But Barb's do the same exact thing. But the thing is, they'll do the, they'll coalesce behind a trash record, a horrible record, just to get Nikki to where she needs to be. And it never fails. And the receipts are on Twitter. They're everywhere. There's articles written about the Barb's. People, other artists go into these interviews and talk about the Barb's. Like, I used to call myself a Barb because of how I used to stand for Nikki. But after a while, it got to be disgusting. I, I didn't want... I love Rihanna down. That's my bitch always. Okay. Like, I, my top five... Well, I'm gonna call it... The people I'm fucking with, I stand, would be Jay, number one, always. Rihanna... Beyonce gets thrown in there, you know, every now and then because she's married to my fave, Nikki. And, you know, uh, I listen to all music. I'm not going to not listen to Cardi because I fuck with Nikki. But I also don't call myself a stan anymore. If I had to call myself a stan, I would only say I stan Jay-Z and Rihanna because I've spent the most amount of of money that I've ever spent on artists has gone to Jay-Z, Rihanna, and Nikki. You understand? (laughs) And, you know, when, when... the fans became more prevalent than the music. That's when I was like, okay, this is not for me. Like I didn't like. Yeah. I don't like being tagged in like posts. Now the fans have a large part in us being able to enjoy the music that an artist is putting out because right. you don't have a bad taste in your mouth from dealing with a bar or dealing with a bar or dealing with a hive or dealing with someone who is praised but not a full representation of the artist or the fan base. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's like, what can you do? Because these people go hard for these these people they'll never meet or know. And Oh, and they go hard like they will... I mean, we not for nothing, though, I feel like the new stands are not as bold, brazen, and cutthroat as um, nostalgic stands were. Um, Absolutely, because it's not as much in your face. It's more so on the internet and digital. Yeah. It's less, oh, I'm about to pull up to your city, your state on the Greyhound or the Amtrak and beat your ass at your mama house versus, oh, I'm going to find out where you work and I'm going to dox you online and we're going to cyber bully you and we're going to do all this, all these other things. Which is a mess like, in itself. But we're also um, politically correct while doing it. Child. <laughs> So it's very hypocritical and it's different. It's different and it's definitely the world we live in. So, you know, just to bring it full circle, um, at the end of the day, I really don't think that 
<sighs> music holds a value as it used to, and that's mainly because of the fan bases. Um, you can get to number one, but how did you get there is always going to be I a question. I definitely can see that. So. Um, but I do see the light at the end of the tunnel in a way. I feel like music is in a in a transitional period where it's it's kind of meeting its mark where music meets the internet and how you have to promote and how you have to brand and how you have to outreach to your fans and be present as an artist like no longer are you allowed to be a Sade or a prince and excommunicate and exile yourself from us and into your artistry and into because everybody want to hear you and see you now create you have to stay with us and we have to see you every single step of the way and have an input and have an opinion and and tell the artist oh well i don't like the title oh well i only like the beat well oh i only like verse one. Oh well i only like the bridge like that's where we are where the artists can't create they have to just let their fans almost build the music for them and i feel like right now in 2020 artists are backlashing against that and they are going back to the old guard where no my music is my music and my artistry is my artistry i'm gonna put it out when i want to put it out well they're trying to go back to that because that's exactly what beyonce did was put out artistry miss brianna is you know she's doing it like she's literally you know people may give her a lot of flack people may give normani a lot of flack but yeah, there's a point where you're waiting too long, but I respect the fact that they are holding off no matter the ridicule and the jokes and the memes that come out about it. They're saying, no, my shit is not ready yet. I'm still right. sorry to person. <laughs> right, absolutely. Bleed me, girl, bleed me. <laughs> and I respect that about artists. But um, I respect that. That's why um, nobody has heard me say anything bad about um, Black is King. I may have joked that, you know, say Black is Kim or something like that, but that was, to me, an old-school type of presentation from an artist with a capital A. No matter how I may criticize Beyonce or feel about her last year and beyond, you know, into the past, that was... That was legendary material. That was a legendary performance. Yeah, she she did that. She definitely did that. <laughs> like, you have to be a certain kind of creature to sit and open your mouth and critique that badly as a visual. Baby, they were saying Miss Mamas is a witch, okay? So... I mean, I had my jokes before it came out, but, like, after it came out, I very much stayed mute um, and let the hive have their moment. Um, yeah, sometimes you do gotta let people have they have they shine in their moment. Like that was something that I sat my mother down and was like, "Mom, you have to, you have to see this because this is going to be the water cooler moment. This is going to be something you're going to be hearing people talk about of any age, and this is something that her as a child or her as a grown woman." she had never seen before mm. that I had never seen before you know so that's what music is supposed to be that would have that's what a visual is supposed to be and I think it was that's important the quality we should be 
getting. I definitely think. Artists. I definitely think it was quality, and I definitely think Beyonce put her foot in that. So she, it's something that we could watch over and over, and you could, you know, have. I think it would be cute to watch The Lion King and then watch that and then try to bounce it back and, and forth and see how it was reimagined. as a person of color, um, especially as someone that's native to the motherland, I could see how that could be an emotional piece of art for you. Right. But everybody, at the end of the day, is going to have their own opinions on what, mm-hmm. what it means and everything so it's all about engaging in those type of conversations if you want to but in speaking about engaging in conversations thank you wayne for jumping in and um i try to keep my segments a little short because people have attention deficit disorder and they don't know how to just sit still and listen but i appreciate you jumping on and giving me some feedback and you know getting in this segment to talk about charting and standing and i hope that you could come back and chat with me soon Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, Wayne. Have a good one. You too. Bye.